0: Welcome to the Gutsy Ladies Podcast. I'm your host, Bella Reynolds, and I'm a life coach on a mission to support midlife women to live their next chapters with ease, with clarity, and with confidence, to become a gutsy lady. A gutsy lady doesn't fade or shy away, and she doesn't use midlife as an excuse to live a life less fulfilled. She thinks, if not now, when? Until now, the story of midlife hasn't supported this vision for our lives, and it's time to talk about it. In this podcast, I share insights from my personal experience, as well as thoughts and lessons from thousands of hours of coaching. If you want to live your best life and are ready to do the work, then you are in the right place. Let's get started. Welcome to another episode, and I'm glad you've joined on this one because What's cool about this episode is that I'm going to dive deeply into one of my laws to levelling up. I've created a model called the four laws to levelling up. What is levelling up? Actually becoming the person that you really want to become, probably always wanted to become. And there's four laws that I've worked out, are the key areas that are needing to be addressed if you actually want the levelling up process to happen Properly, completely, I suppose, and succinctly. So the four laws, law one is to define your real goals, R-E-A-L goals, that is not should goals. I'm not going to dive deeply into all of these. There's lots in my other episodes about this. But the second law is to also then befriend your biology What I mean by that is making sure that you understand a lot of the biology that is using you rather than you're using and is part of your engineering. Learning how to befriend it, not master it. Third one is cleaning up your crap. And that's the one I'm deep diving in. And the fourth law is to build your very own custom toolkit, a toolkit that you can take with you for the remaining decades of your life. Now, I came up with these four laws because what I recognised as I was coaching more in the midlife space than ever is that we spend decades accumulating um, so many experiences that once we get to midlife and we want to make changes, it's almost as if we believe that we should have it all sorted and it should be simpler. But it's actually not simpler. In fact, I find it even harder to be addressing stuff in your midlife If you have not done a lot of this work, if you have not addressed your real goals, your RAL goals, know about your biology, know how to clean up your crap and even know what your toolkit is. So it's important that you use this framework and um, you'll be ticking off different areas within each of the episodes that you listen to. As I said, this episode is particularly about the law of cleaning up your crap. And um, in essence, it's the crap that is leading you to having crappy results in life. And it's without that crap, you will get what you want in life. So what I'm going to deal with is what crap am I actually talking about? Why this crap actually has to go? And I'm also going to give you examples because it's so satisfying for me when I'm working with clients and they have actually started to clean up this crap. So I'm actually going to give you some examples of what the crap they had to clean up and the transformations that have come with it. And they are just so satisfying to watch. And what if any of this is of value to you and you're basically listening to this and you recognise that there has been some crap that has been holding you back for a long time, then make sure you book on a discovery call. There'll be a link in the show notes. And through that discovery call, we'll be able to really identify what crap it is and how we can actually get rid of it. So what crap am I talking about? Essentially, it is all the meanings. Yep. The meanings that we have assigned to things around us, experiences, the meanings that we've assigned to experiences. But most of all, it's the meanings that we have assigned to ourselves. Now, these meanings have another word. And the word that you are probably more uh, familiar with is our beliefs, so essentially from zero to seven years, it can be a little bit older than that as well, we have actually spent that time in our feeder brainwave and created our core belief system. In that zero to seven years, we have learned um, how to respond. We're, like, we're learning how to respond to certain situations. We have learned what's good and what's bad, and I've got them in um, air quotes as I say that. Um, we've actually learned what to feel, what not to feel, and how life is going to be and who we're going to be. That's pretty much formed in those early years. Now, the beliefs that um, have come in, in this core belief system, we've obviously got the positive, or I'd like to say more the helpful beliefs, and then the negative of the unhelpful beliefs. So all those beautiful, positive, and helpful beliefs are what will propel us forward, because it's our beliefs that will sit in our driver's seat of any actions that we take and the results that we consequently get. But it's the negative beliefs or the unhelpful beliefs that we've started to attach, particularly about ourselves, that's the crap I'm talking about. It's actually got to go. Because as I said, it is our beliefs that are sitting in the driver's seat of our bus. So if we have got negative or unhelpful beliefs sitting in that driver's seat, it does not matter what we consciously say we want to have and be and do. It is that driver and is those beliefs in that driver's seat that's going to dictate where we go. So the three ways that we create these beliefs is what we're told. Now, that is um, well-meaning adults around us, but also other influences. It can be peers, it can be siblings. What we're told, particularly zero to seven, we will take that in like a sponge. The second area is what we observe and we are essentially all mimics and we will mimic behaviour that allows us to fit in, be accepted. So this again happens foundationally, zero to seven, but we're doing this all through our life. Now, the third area, which is the area when I really understood this, I was able to not just help clients at another level, I was able to clean up so much of my own crap was when I really understood this bit. And it's what we experience in life and what we decide from that experience, what meanings we take from that experience and particularly what we've decided about ourselves from those experiences. And most importantly, when we're talking in context to crap, what negative meanings have we attached to ourselves from those experiences? What do we start to believe about ourselves, especially in those earlier times? And these are all subconscious. What do we believe about ourselves that has now been in become part of our driver's seat, like in our driver's seat? So the second thing I'm going to talk about is why has this crap got to go? Now, I would imagine, based on what I've just shared, it's fairly self-evident. The challenge for us all is that these beliefs sit in our subconscious. So it isn't self-evident to you what is sitting in your driver's seat, other than If you find, as you're listening to this particularly, you're really noticing that there's some meanings or some beliefs about yourself or some results that you are not getting in life. More importantly, there's results you are getting in life and they are really, really giving you the gripes. Interestingly, our brains function to take what we believe and make that our reality. So that is part of our operating system. That is what we call our perception, right? So how we perceive things to be is also our reality. So if we believe certain things and we perceive them to be aligned with those beliefs, then that is the reality that we've got. Here's a really interesting thing. We could be on a conscious level going, yeah, I want to create this amazing life and I know I truly deserve it. Like I want to be this person. I want to experience this stuff. I want to have this stuff. That's on the conscious level. That's the stuff you're saying out loud. But on the unconscious level, this is what's actually going on. I will create the life that I have been programmed to have. Yep. That is the real issue. That is why the crap has to go because it is this subconscious level where we generally spend so much of our time after nine up to 90, 95% of our time daily, unless we start to bring this stuff to the conscious. And to be fair, that is what is so rich about the process of coaching with people is that through our sessions, we are bringing stuff out of the sub- subconscious, things that we're seeing and addressing, and it's coming up into the conscious, which means that we can address it. So, The reason behind why this crap has to go is because it is causing the grind. The thing that I've found more and more interesting is that, and this was my experience as well, and it's the people and particularly in the midlifers that I'm working with. It's not like the grinding midlifers that choose to come and work with me are not getting results in life. They can be getting some pretty interesting and in some manner some pretty successful results. But it's the feeling and the grinding and the lack of ease around the results, that's the issue. And that is what I've discovered is the biggest problem. It's because it's these beliefs that are in our driver's seat that without actually completely removing the negative and unhelpful ones, it is like fighting with yourself every day and you will have feelings in your body that go against what you are choosing to do. And this is what causes the distress or, in some cases, what I would actually call the suffering. And you've probably heard that term a lot. And I just want to give you some real examples of what I'm talking about. There's some really interesting themes that have been coming through, particularly my one-to-one coaching. And the, the, the ones that I really want to talk about right now are women that have come to me and they've been like quite, incredibly successful in their life and what i mean by success is that they have fought against some pretty incredible odds to get where they are in midlife but the reason that they've come is that they've recognized and often it's because they've been listening to podcasts and it's this feeling of distress because they just want to start gliding they want to stop fighting against themselves and that's what i'm talking about it's these beliefs that are sitting in their driver's seat that are driving their bus, but they're wanting to wrestle them out of the driver's seat. Two particular women, two experiences, these women do not know each other. They've come up in totally different states of Australia, actually. But the theme that was so similar to them and that was manifesting differently in their life, but when we got in to do the belief reprogramming, and that and what I mean by that is this is hypnosis and this is um, one of the tools that I take my clients through to be able to help them to work out what is going on in the subconscious, what is going on in the driver's seat so that we can really illuminate and remove anything that is unhelpful or negative. Two of these women, when they were explaining to me the um, how they grew up, now when they grew up for both these women, there was what I would describe as a fairly chronic picture of neglect. Now, there was not necessarily, well, actually, in both of these women's cases, there was no hitting. But what there was was a complete disregard as they were growing up for them as children. They were often not included. And there's a lot of reasons behind this. Um, In one particular case, the mother of one of these women was, you would actually say in today's society, particularly mentally unwell. But none of that really matters right now. What? really matters is what was going on for the client I'm working with as she was growing up so she grew up in an environment of fairly strong neglect which meant the beliefs or the meanings that she started to attach around what was going on and most importantly about herself was that she was not important and that she was not safe and what we talk about being safe it was not safe for her to be me so she learned mechanisms to behave that allowed her to feel safer, but they went against these beliefs. They those beliefs were still stuck in her driver's seat that she's not important and that she's not safe, particularly to be me. That was exactly the same for another woman I was coaching too. Her um, background as she was growing up, she had two elder siblings, and they learned to play the game of the family game better I suppose she as um, there was a bit of a gap between her and her siblings and from the minute she sort of came out of the womb what was evident as she relayed a story to me she didn't want to play the game in the family but by not playing that game there were consequences and she was left out of conversations she was left out of experiences within the family in fact she was left alone for inordinate amounts of time um, from the family so she was Not included, she was excluded. Now, there are two examples, but I've actually got numerous as I'm sharing them with you. I've got numerous examples, and these are not defined just to my midlife women. I also, in the one-to-one space, coach men. And one man I can think of right now, when we went in and did the belief reprogramming, one thing that really came out was a belief that he was not safe to be him because of some experience that happened when he was in these younger years. Now, I don't share any of this so that we spend inordinate amount of time now bashing the parents of these now adults for what happened. Obviously, it's not what you would see on television to be the perfect upbringing. But as humans, we are all going to be parented by people that were doing the best with what they had. So it's not our role in these years to actually go back and berate that. But what our role is, if we are feeling that we are fighting against ourselves, we've got these horrible feelings of distress because we are wanting to be, do, and have more, but it's like we are fighting against ourselves, It will—I will I will guarantee it is because in your driver's seats are some beliefs that go against what your conscious mind is wanting you to do or have or be. So what our job is is to identify what these are and reprogram them. And how I do that in these sessions is that we literally go back to that memory under hypnosis, under the theta brainwave. We go back. I'm fully trained to do this, by the way, to be able to go back and we take these beautiful humans back to that um, beautiful inner child that is there and we completely change the meaning and completely process the negative about that experience. And there's some other techniques that I can use. So that when my clients come out of those sessions, they have got programmed beliefs that will work for them. That is the belief systems of I am important, I am safe to be me, and also I am enough, and also <laughs> I am lovable, but they're not the ones that I've given you in the examples. So it's these are living examples of and particularly those two examples I've shared about these midlife women, what I have witnessed when I have had clients go in and remove that negative, unhelpful belief that's been surrounding that memory and actually reprogram it with a positive one. When they start to move forward from that day forth, anytime in their conscious that they're saying that they wanting to do things, and they go back to refer to their subconscious programs, which is what all of us do, there's nothing sitting there in the driver's seat that's actually holding them back anymore. And that is the really cool part about this process. And so for the two women I've just shared, one of these women had, in her conscious, had been for a number of years now having this really like productive but also for the world, a brilliant goal to be able to share her incredible um, experience but also share her knowledge. But while she had in the driver's seat feelings of not being enough and most importantly not being safe, then every time she would go out to share this stuff, she was fighting against herself. In fact, her nervous system was going into a full stress response every time she would put herself there. Now, I am so excited to know that this woman has now got a completely different driver in her seat and just getting some feedback from her recently, while it was a tough process to go through in a way, she felt quite um, drained after the session, what she has absolutely felt in her body is that it is now safe for her to be important To actually share what she has to share with the world is important and that there are people in this world that are looking for that information and for my other midlife grinder who is now gliding it has been a complete shift in the dynamic in her relationship with her husband she had always by having those old beliefs of I'm not important I'm not safe to be me inadvertently in her relationship She had actually deferred and felt that his opinion in big decisions was more important than hers. And I've literally watched a real transformation about how she stands in her power in that relationship and the choices they're making as a couple as they move forward. She also has some beautiful goals around career um, redesign. She's literally at a stage now, and this woman is only in her early 50s, but has a beautiful career path starting to map out for her. And what we now know is that the belief systems that were there are unimportant and um, not safe to be her. They're no longer in the driver's seat. So in her conscious mind, as she is really starting to develop what these plans are, and in essence, her real goals or R-E-A-L goals here, she hasn't got a version of herself that's sitting in the subconscious, some meanings that she's attached to experience she's had or observation she's had, they no longer are holding her back. And that, my friends, is one of the most satisfying parts about what I do when I work with clients. So if this is something that's interested you, if you are pretty sure that there's some crap going on, that is, you know, the way that this manifests is that you will be trying to move forward and there will be parts of your being um, that are holding you back. So if that's going on for you, please make sure you line up for a discovery call with me because I know we will be able to get to the bottom of it very quickly, the crap that is holding you back and how we can move forward to help you to remove it, level up and be exactly who you want to be. For this middle chapter that's ahead of you, and redesigning a life that is exactly the one that you can't wait to live. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Gutsy Ladies podcast. Are you ready to recharge your life? Are you slipping towards burnout? Or maybe you're already there. (laughs) Make sure you grab my free guide called Heal from Burnout and Recharge Your Life for some really actionable tips that I learned the hard way. Click on the link in the show notes of your podcast app. If you haven't already, I'd love you to subscribe and send this episode to a friend who just may need a little reminder that she's a gutsy lady too. See you next week.